Here's an interesting interview conducted by Jump FM, Powell River's own FM station. It was an interview I sought after uh, the publication of Up the Lake. And it came off pretty, well, let's say, interesting. I think it went well. It's just that it wasn't quite the interview I expected. The interviewer has some experience from the Canadian Broadcasting Company, and I think it shows in the interview. And he has a point, and his point is somebody needs to do something about the history of the Powell River region. And he thinks that it should be me. I'm flattered by that, but it's not my area of expertise. And of course, I'm particularly concerned because I'm an outsider looking in. And uh, there are a lot of insiders that know a lot more about the history than I do. And I can just see what would happen if I got a few of my facts wrong. When I write the Up the Lake series of books, I tend to approach poetic license now and then. It's factual, but I like to write into the story a little bit to give the reader a sense of the region, the geography, and the people. So a true nonfiction, as opposed to a poetic license nonfiction, might be a challenge for me. And you can see that uh, I stumbled at times in this interview. But after it was all over, I was pretty pleased because it was such a unique challenge to face the questions. All right, Mike Lang here sitting with you. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous day outside Wednesday. Well, we have a special guest in the studio today. We have Wayne Lutz, and Cameron Reed is going to be interviewing him. He wrote a book called Up the Lake. So I'm going to let Cameron take it away. Thanks, Mike. Cameron Reed speaking on 90.1 FM Jump Radio. Wayne, it's good to have you on board this afternoon. Let me just fire a few questions at you, and you answer the best way you can. Pleasure, Cameron. Go ahead. Wayne, when did you first hear about Paul River? Well, the short uh, version of my long story is my background is a pilot, as I think you know. And for the last 20 years, I've been... Uh, packing my camping gear in my airplane and flying throughout camp, uh, Canada during the summer. And uh, I've seen some beautiful places. I like to brag to my Canadian friends that I've seen more of Canada than some of them have. Uh, and then four years ago, sort of by mistake, I landed at Powell River for fuel, and that was it. I haven't gone anywhere since, and that says a lot about Powell River. It sure does, uh, Wayne, and that's glad, good to hear. Maybe, and you're answering almost the next question I was going to answer, but maybe you might want to enlarge a bit on it. What initially attracted you to this community and area? Well, that's a great question, but boy, there's a tough one, because I call it the Song of the Sirens. I came here, I left, and the next year I had to come back. And there's an attraction to this area, as I think everyone at Jump and throughout the community knows, it's just awesome. It drew me back time and again. The beauty of the region, of course, but some of the people I met right off the bat drew me back. Well, we've been here over 11 years, Wayne, and I will certainly go along with what you're saying. But uh, you, the, your accent tells me that you're an American. Oh, it gives it away, huh? 
I've studied linguistics. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, do you think it's rather strange, Mike, or maybe I said, don't you think it's rather strange that you, an American, should be telling Canadian stories? As far as I'm concerned, I'm a Canadian author now. I made the jump. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends, uh, particularly back at home, say, well, why is the book not widely available here and it's widely available in Canada? And the answer is, this is a book about Canadians for Canadians. It's a regional publication, there's no doubt about it. And in a way, maybe I can tell the story of Up to Lake better as an American. There's a, a back of the book is where they tell you if you read all the self-help books about what to put on the back cover, it's where you have to put the punchline. And originally there was a punchline there that's since been changed, and it said, an ugly American looks at Powell River. And in a way, that's what the book is, but I was afraid that might turn off the population here. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's a good thought. Good thought. Here's that one that I want you to respond the best way you can. It may be tough, maybe not. And I'm going to say it this way, Wayne. Do you have any discomfort that these are Canadian stories? And leading from that is how would you respond if someone was to say to you something like, uh, go back home, uh, stay in your own backyard. This is our place, this is our world, not an American's. Absolutely. And you know, it's happened, but it's always happened in a light vein, always. Not once have those words been spoken in my presence when someone wasn't kidding. And that's the beauty of the people here. Um, in fact, I try to kid about it too, because it's important right away, because people that understand others know I'm American as soon as I open my mouth, and I might as well admit it. I try not to admit though that I'm from the city. Sometimes I'll say, if I have to, okay, I'm from the city, hoping they think it's Vancouver. Let me do a follow-up to that now, Wayne. It's not before you, but if I was a Canadian going to the States, doing what you are doing, how do you think I would be accepted? Well, I'd like to think you'd be accepted uh, wonderfully, Cameron, but I'm not so sure. I think maybe the reason I've been so accepted here is not just because Canada accepts Americans, but because Powell River accepts Americans. I really feel very comfortable here, and I'm proud to be an American, but I'm also proud to tell my friends back home, as I often do. You know, I'm about as close to as a Canadian as it gets. Do you plan at some point to become a Canadian citizen? I'd like to. Uh, as probably you know, in recent years it's become more difficult, uh, and I understand that. But the good news is I fly, and I can be home real quick, and I have reasons why I need to be in the States once in a while on business anyway. So uh, I can stay here uh, six months out of the year, go home, and come on back, uh, flowing freely across the border. Fair enough, Wayne. Now, knowing the book as I've read it, and I appreciated it too, I'm going to put you on the spot, partly because I've lived here long enough that I know some of the Canadian citizens. I know some of the people here in Powell River who have real stories to tell. And so I say to you, why didn't you interview people that are Canadian Powell River people that have a real story to tell? I'm thinking of people like Jerry and, um, and Charlie Parsons or Oren Olson or Don McGregor, or did you? No, I didn't. And you know, I, I intentionally have steered away so far from the history of the region because I'm such a novice. 
Um, someday, I'd like to do a book that involves history. So far, I really haven't touched it. I've stayed with the present because it's not my area of expertise. However, am I ever keeping my eyes and ears open? Because there are some stories to tell from those people you just mentioned and hundreds of others. And already, I'm starting to get in tune with that. But for now, my books are about present day. I'm going to come back to that before we leave, Great. Wayne. Because there are people who are living in what is called the extended care wing of the hospital, evergreen extended care. Some of those up-to-date citizens have a real history. Don McGregor's father won the Victoria Cross, for example. Yes. What Don McGregor himself has a story, and so do a lot of others. Now I'll go back to the book. I think there's something like 20 stories in there that I could identify by different chapters. Now within those chapters are other stories, but of those 20, could you single out one that would be a, a, a favorite story for you? Well, if I had to, uh, as uh, probably you know, having read the book, a lot of the book is about a friend I met when I first came to Powell River. His name is John. John. He's a real person, and he's an amazing person. And he has a dog. His dog's name is Bro. And both of them are throughout the book. There's a story of a bike, and I mean pedal bike uh, trip, up to Olson's Lake and coming back down and finding a bear. It's one of the first bears I've ever seen. Remember, I'm an American. I'm city folk. And I remember that in detail, and I tried to capture that in that story. Why didn't you give John his real name? Well... John, of course, is his real first name. I tried to protect his privacy. By the way, I completely failed. Since the book's been published, everybody says they know John or who is John. And, and, and John's a private person. I respect that a lot, and I want to keep him uh, as private as he wants to be forever. Fair enough, Wayne. How do you think the book has been accepted both here in Powell River and, for that matter, south of the border? Well, it's been accepted really well in Powell River. Uh, right now, we've got uh, 13 uh, retail stores that are carrying the book. I'm really proud of that. And uh, I remember walking into the first one thinking this isn't going to work and walking out with a smile on my face that I was so well accepted. South of the border, there's been very little effort. Uh, it's a publication that's really meant for the people of the Sunshine Coast, the people of Western Canada. So it's available in the States, online, Amazon.com, places like that. But sales have been minimal through the Internet compared to what they've been here in the local retail stores. Fair enough. Let's go back to what we talked on earlier, and that is the history of the area. I know you're a novice. You've told me that. And I know that there are stories here around Powell River that have a real story to tell, the real history. Is your attempt at some point soon to look at the history of the area, the, the First Nations people, the trips made by Captain George Vancouver, Captain Cook and others, the Spanish explorers? Now, I'm a history buff. I'm a history nut. And I would hope that you would be able to pick up on that and tell those stories, not only for Powell River, but for beyond. Well, you mentioned I'm a novice, and I'm certainly quick to admit that. And I'll tell you something. I hardly knew what the word Vancouver meant four years ago. That's how new I am to Canadian history. But I've learned a lot, and I'm reading a lot, and I'm fascinated by it. 
Uh, I must admit, it's a daunting task. It seems like there's so much to absorb, and there are so many experts and some of the artists in this community that know the history better than I do, that probably I'll be steering clear of strictly history uh, for some time until at least I accumulate a better foundation. But Wayne, don't leave it. The stories of history of this area are remarkable. If I tell you, even before Captain Cook, which is 1776, there was an, an expedition here that discovered this area, that knew something of this area, went home and told about it. But they had to keep quiet about it because of the Spanish Armada, and even before that. Yes, there's a book, and I bet you you've read it. It's called uh, Passage to Alaska. And it talks a little bit about Vancouver and some of the Spanish explorers in the area that, that gave the names to everywhere we go in uh, the Chuck out on the Strait of Georgia. It's fascinating. Don't leave it for somebody else, Wayne. You've got something in the way of a start. I'm encouraging you to get back at it and to do it. And I'm encouraged, and I'm flattered that uh, you think I might be able to tackle the history aspect of things in the near future. Okay, Wayne. Coming back to the present day, what are those things about Powell River that interest you, or more particularly, draws you back to this particular area? Is it the climate? Is it the people? Is it the beauty? What is it? Well, there are some things about Powell River that are simply because it's a small town. And it probably has nothing to do with the fact that it's a Canadian small town or that it's a British Columbia small town. I've never really experienced a small town. And one of the things I've tried to capture in my book is how people that come from the city have erroneous views and how they're captured by the atmosphere of a small town. But for Powell River specifically, it's obviously the people. I mean, the geography domineers, the salinity of it all is, is wonderful. But when you meet people, you see them the next day and they talk to you again. Uh, you recognize faces on the street. I saw you at the seafair. I didn't know who you were and we were introduced. That would never have happened in a large town. And that draws me back time and again. And that's one of the things about Powell River, I think, that draws people, that keeps people, that brings people back and brings more and more people to this community. The only fear is that we can become too big, that we lose something of what Powell River really has to offer. Isn't that the truth? The dichotomy of it all is, to me, that I'm writing a book that if it is attractive to people in the States or people in Alberta or Toronto, they might want to come here. And obviously I'm very proud of Powell River like you are, even though I'm an outsider looking in, trying to become a local. But there is that feeling of let those cruise ships keep on moving. <laughs> you know, we, we need the tourism, yet it's a double-edged sword. Don't you feel that a little bit, too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Anyway, we got to wrap up this, Wayne. Is there anything that you would like to say that before I give, do the final wrap-up this afternoon? Only that uh, I'm uh, thrilled with the reaction of the community. I thank the community for their support. Being at Seafair for the first time in four years, and I've been there every year since I've been in Powell River, but really seeing and meeting the people and hearing them express their, their congratulatory uh, ambitions for this book and for their thanks, which really impressed me a lot, of bringing to light some of the beauty of this region and some of the beauty of the people. Well, thank you, Wayne. Good luck to you. Thanks.
This is Cameron Reed, Jump Radio 90.1 FM, signing you back to, to Mike. Okay, we got Tomoko coming up uh, shortly with her show, her last show. Uh, she's going to be heading up to Nelson in just a bit. But first, the news.